summer and spring may pass, but winter and fall won't last. I can trust the Creator, He's perfect in nature, better is coming, I know. Just like the rising sun, my faith is rising up. You're the God of your promise and what you have started. You're faithful to finish because you said, if we turn from our wicked ways, humble ourselves and pray, and seek your face, you'd give us grace. So come have your way, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Are you excited to be at church today? Are you excited to worship today? Isn't it amazing that it is December, you all? And in December, we got good weather in Cleveland. Hallelujah for that. (laughs) We're not under snow. We got here easily. So tell your neighbor, hi, neighbor. Welcome to church. Hi, neighbor. Welcome to church. Let us go into prayer. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for this time together. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. You have been with us, guiding us and leading us, Lord, since all of eternity, and we say thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for opening our eyes today, Lord Jesus. Thank you for allowing us this time of worship, Lord, to come before your holy throne, Lord, and submit ourselves, Lord, declaring, Lord, that there is a God. There is a God who loves us, who who values us, who sees us, Lord Jesus, who forgives us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your gift to each and every one of us today, Lord. And wherever we are, Lord, whether here at New Life at Calvary or or down the street or near and far, Lord, we pray, Lord, as all of the brothers and sisters in Christ today, Lord, that all of our praise, all of our worship will glorify you, Lord. Gracious God, we want to be found faithful. So we ask Holy Spirit that you would come on in this place. Fill us anew, Lord. Fill us with your love, your grace, your promise, and your hope, Lord. Give us exactly what we need, Lord, because all of us came in with different needs today, Lord. And we pray, Holy Spirit, you would meet us at our need. We thank you, Lord, for this service and add your blessing upon every single portion. And we give you the praise and honor that only, Lord, that you are due. And we love you and we adore you. And it's in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. God is good. We do want to say welcome to every single person, especially those of you that are joining us online. Hi, our online worshipers today. We thank you for being with us, whether you're in person or you're joining us for the very first time. We are so grateful that you are here. Saints, if we could all rise, we're going to sing, I was created to worship you with our praise band and praise team today followed by Revelation 19.1, where we're going to be singing unto the salvation and glory, honor, and power of our Lord and our God. 
Thank you again for joining us. Let us be blessed with our praise choir.
In that region, there were shepherds uh, living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Four angels. <laughs> then, all right, then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Luke 2, 8 through 10. Good morning. Good morning. Today we remember the shepherds, workers for the common good, steadfast watchmen isolated and alone, far from the warmth of home, doing the job no one wants. And yet God saw them, God valued them, and God declared the greatest news of all to them alone. Today we give thanks for 
for the shepherds among us, backbreaking on whom our economy stands, those we overlook or rarely see, yet rely on for our very survival, the ones who have much to teach us On this second day, on this second Sunday in Advent, we light the second candle as a symbol of the shepherds, agents of the gospel, and redeemers of the world. Amen. so much praise team praise band and thank you so much ladies aren't they cute in their sweaters <laughs> we are getting ready to have a baptism saints praise God so we are gonna call up James and Dallas and their family please come on up in our clerk of session come on up James and Dallas, you guys look so nice. You can stand right up front so we can see. Wow, look at them. They're so sharp. Praise God, saints. We get to celebrate as a church uh, the baptisms of our God's people, amen. He calls each and every one of us, and it's very special for me today that it's my grandchildren, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. You all have gotten into me. Y'all know James and Dallas. Y'all see them all the time, but this is James. He's eight, and this is Dallas. He's seven, and you all have seen my family, but this is more of them. <laughs> And I get to introduce our newest granddaughter, y'all. This is Harlow. <laughs> so she'll be back up for her baptism soon. And Terry and Kasi, uh, my son James, and uh, his girlfriend, Cassiana. Y'all know Whitney. That's the family. <laughs> and oh, I didn't see you. were standing behind Michael. I didn't even see you. Come, come over here and stand by me, Trinity, so I can see you. I didn't even see her over there, you all. <laughs> Praise God. So we are here for the baptism of James in Dallas. And I want you all to know that uh, their poppy grandpa is online watching right now. So is their Nana, who is way in Kentucky. Laura is watching. And their great-grandmother, she's also watching from Kentucky. And their other auntie is watching from Kentucky. So they have a whole crew of folks online. So tell your family hello. 
<laughs> Jesus, on the day of his ascension, gathered his faithful 11 disciples and commissioned them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, as you go forth, make disciples of all peoples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I have instructed you in, and see, I am with you always until the end of the age. Amen. James and Dallas, face the congregation. You are presented to this congregation by the elders to receive the baptism, the sacrament of baptism, by professing the faithfulness of God, renouncing the power of sin in your lives, and to joyfully commit to the life of discipleship and the mission of the kingdom of God. Do you, James and Dallas, desire to be baptized? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to take off my glasses. <laughs> On behalf of the elders, I present these two disciples, young disciples, James and Dallas, uh, grandchildren, sons, and children, to be received the sacrament of baptism. Do you, the people, the congregation, this is different. Do you, the people of the congregation, approve of this baptism? Okay, for James, their dad, with the help of God, and as far as you are able, will you raise your sons to love God, believe in the truth of his gospel, to obey his call and desire his kingdom. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we glorify God for his faithfulness made manifest in our presence by your faith, and we rejoice in your desire to declare it in the presence of God's people. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, for this gift of baptism. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to come to you and that you have chosen us. We thank you for these two uh, baptism candidates today, and we pray, Lord, that you will bless their entire lives, continue to grow them in you, develop their faith, strengthen their hearts, Lord, especially on those days when we all know it will get challenging and tough. We pray, Holy Spirit, that from, the, from this day forward, they will live their lives in glory of you. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray, and all God's people said, Amen. Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, I baptize you. What is your full name, sweetheart? Huh? What? What is your full name? Dallas Malachi Taylor. Dallas Malachi Taylor, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in another name of the Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I got to get you over here so I can get your whole head in the water. <laughs> what is your full name? James Maurice. <coughs> James Maurice Taylor. Amen. 
James Maurice Taylor, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. James and Dallas, you are now welcomed in to the body of Jesus Christ. We want you to live in his love, worship him, and glorify his name. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now part of the family of God. Praise God. If you all can extend a welcome, any, anyone that would like to give them a hug. And we have some certificates for you with your name and your name. Okay? <laughs> Praise God. Thank you again. We're going to laminate these and give them back. We'll give them back. Can't hold on to them right now. All right. Thank you. You can go have a seat. <laughs> oh. Uh, Marvin is going to come up and lead us in the prayer. Everybody is just uh, designated. What we already know is that I can't see. <laughs> All right, let's go into to, to the Lord in prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, yours will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory for the many blessings you have bestowed upon each and every one of us. Thank you for your grace that flows endlessly. We gather in spirit through the marvels of technology. We are connected through more than Facebook, our website, Zoom, YouTube, because we are all of the same mind and faith. Your spirit is within us no matter where we are as a new life at Calvary family. Lord, we are in the Advent season. As Pope Francis stated, this is not just a temporal celebration or the memory of a beautiful event. Christmas is more. Christmas is an encounter. God's son came to earth. Yesterday during our praise team devotional, we discussed that Advent is about hope, peace, joy, and most importantly, love. Lord, as we are now over Black Friday, that seems to be more like weeks, we are now entering the Christmas selling season. <laughs> remember, help us to remember the magic of Christmas. It is not the presents. Christmas is more than the season for giving gifts, hanging decorations, and enjoying great food. It is the opportunity to express our gratitude for the, the God-given gift of Jesus Christ. In Romans 15, 13, states, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in your faith so that in the power of the Holy Spirit, you may be rich in hope. 
Lord, even though there is much to be thankful for, there are many among us that are, have much to lament. Hear our prayers for those who are grieving the loss of loved ones. We hold up our sick and shut-ins. Please give comfort to the caregivers that may be overwhelmed by the weight of the responsibility thrust upon them. Grant them strength, patience, and peace. The Lord has got your back. Lord, we ask a prayer and a blessing for the many among us are working to satisfy the wants, needs, and desires to make the lives of others more enjoyable, although their efforts may not be appreciated at times. There is no greater call than to serve others and make lives better. Have faith in the Lord, for your reward will be great. We are asking a blessing for the many among us working multiple jobs to make ends meet for themselves and family. Give them the strength to carry on. Protect their health. Give them strength and let them know that you are with them. Above all, give them rest. Those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Lord, we thank you for the blessings, which is the grand historical building, this grand historical building. Thank you for everything from the sanctuary, the gym, the leaking ceilings, for we know we will be blessed to make these things right. Our church foundation is strong, both physically and spiritually. We are built on a solid rock. Lord, help us move from where we are to where we want to be in the sanctuary. Lord, we give thanks for the pastors you've placed in our care. We pray that you continue to guide them to be the shepherds you have called them to be. Bless them to be bold and unafraid to leave the old behind and embrace the new with your blessing. Lord, we ask that you convince other covenant partners to rise and help lead. We need more worship leaders, teachers, greeters, and workers. There is so much to do be done. Bring a passion in the heart of those sitting idly, knowing that they could be doing something to grow in nature or nurture this church. We pray for strength for the ones that are giving so much to keep the new life at Calvary running. Lord, please give wisdom to our politicians making decisions that affect our lives. Help them to find the right balance between doing what is right for the people they serve and being reelected. Lord, we thank you for the police officers, firefighters, and all those who work every day to provide our essential services. We pray for the vulnerable people among us, especially refugees and people from war-torn countries who have limited access to the basics of human life. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless the ministries of our church. We pray for our pastors, staff, deacons, elders, musicians, praise team and choir, and a special prayer for the, those serving in the military, keeping us safe from harm's way. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I've also got the prayer request here. Um, uh, first one is from, please pray for a friend of the Hayes family in North Carolina, Rick Fritter. His wife, Lorraine, says that he continues to bravely battle the cancer, but they both know that the prayers of the people are faithful and mighty. So pray for them. We also send prayers to Cordelia Huff, James Thornton, who is recovering, 
Betty Love, who is also recovering from surgery. Uh, Julia, Julie Spencer, who's also recovering. And uh, Alfred Haywood. We haven't seen Alfred in a while, so we, we know we're praying that he's doing well. Okay. He's from the nursing home? Okay. All right, then. Let, let us rise when we state our, while we state our purpose, if you're able. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. Good morning. I just think it's so wonderful to, for a baptism. When we think about baptism, it's not just baptism, baptizing them into this family, but it's into the family of God, which includes who all over the world, all over time and the ages and ages to come. Oh my goodness, a new, putting off the old and coming to the new, which is in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Just exciting, isn't it? Okay, I'm up here to read scripture. <laughs> um, let us pray as we center our hearts. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for life. We thank you for hope. Um, Lord, for your word that gives us life and understanding as we go from one to another that we gain knowledge and understanding and we, part of that comes from knowing and reading your word and hearing and listening in Jesus precious name amen okay our um, Old Testament scripture is coming from the book of Proverbs that is Proverbs the 28th chapter and the 14th verse Blessed is the one who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Amen. Our New Testament scripture comes from the book of Luke. Luke is the first chapter and the 28th through the 33rd verses. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled as his, at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. 
you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The word of God for the people of God. Praise God. Thank you, Susan. Can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. It is so good to be able to give back to God in the form of our tithes and offerings. Amen. Have you eaten at all to today or yesterday or the day before? Amen. Did you have a place to lay your head? Did you have some transportation to get to church today, even if it was your feet, amen? Are you blessed by God? Today is the first Sunday of the month. No, it's the second Sunday, my bad. Second Sunday of the month of December. And Lord, y'all help me. Jesus, help me. It is the first Sunday. It's communion Sunday. <laughs> And today, goes to, our special offering goes to support our deacons. And you all know our deacons have had probably one of the busiest years, serving so many during their times of grief at funerals, homegoing celebrations, memorials. Our deacons provide for the needs of so many people. They are there to help when someone is dealing with a, an emergency or a crisis. And so if we're able to support the ministry of our deacons, we would ask that you give a little extra to our deacons today. As our ushers come forward, let us take a moment to pray. Gracious and holy God, you are the great giver. You are the great provider. We thank you, Lord, for providing for all of our needs and much more. We thank you, Lord, for even thinking of us, Lord, when we don't think of ourselves. You make sure that we have, and we are so grateful. We ask your blessings upon this tithes and offerings, Lord, that they may be used for your people and your church. Multiply and amplify, Lord, is our prayer. And we thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. For those of you that are joining us online, we are thankful for your presence and participating in our offering. And we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering this morning. You can go right now to NLAC.TV and establish your online website account. You can also, if you'd like to use Cash App, put that dollar sign, the number 2, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that prefer to mail in or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. That address again is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Thank you again for your participation in our offering. We will now be blessed in song by Laura Lamberson singing Angels We Have Heard on High, followed by Pastor Antonia with the sermon, A Christmas Story, The Calling.
to hear some Christmas music, isn't it? Praise God. It's only once a year, right? <laughs> well, we are in the second Sunday of Advent. And once again, what does Advent mean again? Wait a minute, church. Wait a minute. New Life at Calvary. What does Advent mean? The coming of Christ. We're getting ready to celebrate the coming of Christ, right? Right? <laughs> okay, great. So we are in the sermon series, A Christmas Story, right? You know, Cleveland is famous for the Christmas story house, but we got the original Christmas story from the Bible. Amen. So Pastor Kelly began us off last week with um, A Christmas Story, the announcement. And today we are going to look at... Um, the calling, okay? So before we begin, let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you just for bringing us here for another day to hear your word, Lord. Speak your word to me, Lord, and help us to hear what it is that you have for each and every one of us. Encourage our hearts and move us into action where you would have us to be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So last week, Pastor Kelly started us off with the Christmas story, um, the announcement, and there were two people she talked about. They were prophets, and what were their names? Elijah, Micah, Isaiah, right? And Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. So they were announcing the coming Messiah, right? And today we're going to be looking at the calling. 
Now, when I say the calling, am I talking about a phone call? No. Um, you know, like in my grandparents' generation, they would say sometimes a, a visitor's at the door, you, you got a caller at the door. Am I talking about that kind of call? No. Um, what about when somebody asks you to do something? Listen, I'm calling on you because I really need your help and do this. Am I talking about that kind of call? No. I'm talking about what kind of call? A call from where? A call from God. Oh, very good. Class, what is your calling? <laughs> Does anybody know what their calling is from God? Uh, yes, ma'am. Equip the saints. Praise God. Miss Anna Shiver is a Bible study teacher, isn't she? She said her calling is to equip the saints. I received that one. Anybody else know their calling from God? <clears throat> yes, Jasmine Baines. She's called to work at Pine Valley Bible Camp. Praise God. And one more, Sharon Thomas. Servant. A lot of us are called to just serve. We have a lot of callings, right? We got a life calling, a purpose. We're all called to the body of Christ, aren't we? But we're talking about a calling, a specific purpose, something that's important. Now, when you know you have a specific calling, do you, especially from a person or if it's from God, whether either one, when somebody asks you to do something important, they're calling on you, do you do it the first time? Or do they got to ask you four or five times? <laughs> y'all know y'all calling in life and just won't answer that call pick up the phone it's for you <laughs> we have to answer our calls they're very important you know when I first started out in ministry um, I told my stepmother and I, I, I obviously told Pastor Toby and Pastor Rick but I told my stepmother and um, my stepmother told her best friend my auntie Tally and she said uh, and Tony's gonna be a pastor and she said she's gonna be a what she said you can't just be a pastor and my stepmother said, oh, she was called. Oh, she was called. Changed the whole conversation. That was my first time actually hearing that. I've never heard being called to do something. And then some of you all know that my first calling, it wasn't to be a pastor. It was to sing. And did I answer that first call? No. Not for the first 15 years I didn't. I ran away. But thank God I learned that I could trust God after that first experience, the first calling. So hopefully, I'm hoping that some of you all will answer the call, whatever God has for you today. Um, somebody tell your neighbor, the call. All right. So we're going to look at three different call stories today. We're going to look at Elizabeth, Mary, and Joseph. Now, Elizabeth is Mary's cousin, but we're going to call her Beth, okay? Because I know some of y'all got some nicknames for y'all cousins, like Nene, TT, Poo Poo, and them, right? Yeah. So we're going to call her Beth, okay? So Beth had a call. And her call actually first didn't just come to her. It came through her husband, Zacharias. And if you look on the screen here, you'll see um, Luke chapter 1, verse 11. Zacharias saw an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar where the special perfume was burning. When he saw the angel, Zacharias was troubled and afraid. How many of y'all would be troubled and afraid of an angel just appeared in the, in the room you were standing at, right? I think I would. I got a question for y'all. Any of y'all ever seen an angel before? Okay, all right. Some of us have. 
I'm gonna call on Brother Reggie real quick because I want to hear this angel story. Reggie has such a great story. Come on, Reggie. Just give us about 30 seconds of a story. Come on up real quick. <laughs> quick. Quick. Good morning, family. How's everybody this morning? Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here with my family. Uh, real quick uh, and real honestly, I was in jail and uh, we were going through kind of like a power struggle. And as I'm leaving out my dorm, walking to the cafeteria, to the child hall, a guy just came up to me and he started talking to me. And he started telling me everything that was necessary to, for me to move forward, for me to get out of the situation that I was in, and for it to work out for everybody involved. So the guy was so astounding because he was telling me things that nobody would have knowledge of. And he was so astounding that we went down to the child, sat down, ate, bre ate breakfast together, and uh, we went our separate ways after we ate. So because of the conversation, I looked for him. I went to everybody, I went back to the dorm that I seen him come out of looking for him, but nobody knew him. He wasn't there, he wasn't part, of, he wasn't in the institution. So I realized that God had gifted me with an angel's presence to guide me. 30 seconds, praise God. <laughs> Amen, somebody. So angels are in our, sometimes they say we're entertaining angels, we just don't even know it, right? So in the Bible, the, the angels are described in different forms, right? We got the cherubim, we got the seraphim with the six wings. The cherubim kind of look like um, human faces. Sometimes they're really tall, sometimes they're dressed in armor. Um, and the word, somebody asked me yesterday, what is an angel? Um, I looked it up, and the Greek word for angel, the biblical meaning, is uh, the Greek word is angelos. And the literal translation uh, means messenger. So a messenger, God can use any, a lot of different forms for a messenger, right, when you put it like that. So an angel can come in different forms. So anyway, we're back to the story with Zacharias. And Zacharias was troubled, and he was shaken, like he's seen a ghost, right? He was anxious. Dread came over him. Anybody ever know what that feels like? Dread just comes over you. You're just anxious, like this is going to be the end of me. What is going on? You might be, like, shaking in your boots, like, oh, my gosh. And he was just so afraid. Now, this angel, again, he, he wasn't no romantic figure. He wasn't no little baby with no little wings that was nice like a Cupid or something like that. This was a glorious, fearful figure with um, an awesome creature. And so most times in the Bible, the first thing, anytime a person sees an angel, they're going to say, do not be afraid. And that's what Zacharias um, was being told by this angel, do not be afraid. And then he goes on and says in purple, your prayer, put that up on the screen for me, please. He says, do not be afraid. And then in purple it says, your prayer has been heard. Wait a minute. So there's fear in yellow. And in purple we can see that there is favor. Somebody take your neighbor favor. And in blue, he has a call. Your wife, Elizabeth, Beth, will give birth to a son. And you are to name him John. Now, he didn't give him no options. Maybe you can call him Malachi or something like that. He said, you are to name him John. And your wife is going to have a son. Okay, thank you. You can take that down. Okay. And so, even though he felt some fear in his call, there was some favor. Amen. Sometimes we have a call, and, but we don't really know that we're looking at this big, huge thing. How is this going to happen 
but there's really favor in this call. So what's his response? Does he take him four or five times to respond, or does he respond the first time? Well, let's see. Um, well, Zacharias had some doubt. He said, how can I know for sure that this is actually even going to happen? How can I even know for sure? First of all, how often do you see a, 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 a big figure just appear to you in a room? Hey, and do you think he's actually going to come to you with fake news? No, he's going to have some real news for you. Listen, I, I, I don't do this just for fun. He said, I am old, and my wife is advanced in age. Like, how is this going to happen? Now, that sounds like a pretty practical question, doesn't it? How, are, how am I going to be so old and have a child? And the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and what happens, what God says will happen. But because you did not believe which will be fulfilled in its own time, you will become unable to speak until these things occur. Now, um, I can understand, I totally empathize with Zacharias. He's an old man, his wife is old, she probably went through the change of life already. How is she even going to have this baby? You got this call for me? That sounds impossible. But I like what the angel says. It's going to be fulfilled in its time. Sometimes we pray for something for so long, you kind of forget about it. You kind of just say, well, maybe God just said no. Maybe the answer was no. But as scripture says, your prayer has been heard and your wife will conceive. So sometimes you might feel fear. And I like what the angel did. He made him mute. Did you know that the, there is life and death in the power of the tongue? Maybe that angel shut his mouth so we, he wouldn't speak death over his own child, who was later going to become John the Baptist. That's a pretty important person, right? You might feel fear, but don't speak it out. You have to speak life. So anyways, he couldn't handle that. Now, the husband received the call, but the wife received the favor. All the women say amen. Amen to that one. Elizabeth conceived, right? And she said, this is what the Lord has done for me in, in this time. There's that word time again. When he looked favorably on me and took away disgrace, I have endured among my people. You know what? At that time, women were shamed and looked down upon when they could not give their husbands a son, specifically a son, because they were the ones, the next generation, to take on to work and take care of the mothers, right? So what was she going to do? She's going to be destitute, you know, so... But she was being um, disgraced and endured it. But I like what both of them said. The angel said, it will happen at the time God set. And she says, it happened at this time. So sometimes we want things, but they don't just happen when we ask for them. Right? There's a specific time and place for the promise to come to pass. Faith and patience is how we, are, how we receive our promises, right? You all know that, right? We have to not only trust God, but we have to trust God's timing. Okay, so she went on. She got the favor in the call. There was fear and the doubt, but she still got that favor anyways, okay? Um, even though we sometimes, we don't believe God the first time, God will still bless you. Amen. So <clears throat> uh, now we're going on to Mary's call. Six months after Beth knew she was going to be pregnant, Gabriel was sent to Mary, in Nazareth, the mother of Christ. Okay, and on the slide, you will see that the angel came to her and said, 
do not be afraid. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you have found favor with God. You are to become a mother and have a son. So she has fear, favor, and a call, all in one, right? Um, she's honored. She's chosen. She's needed. She's used among many other women, among many other people. Know that when God calls you to do something, it's a high calling. When God asks you to do anything, you should reverence the Lord. Fear. She felt fear, and she was troubled at his words. Next slide. I'm sorry. Go back. Apologize. So she was troubled at his words, but then it says she thought about what the angel has said. Now, the angel is saying, you are to become a mother. You're going to have a son. You're going to name him Jesus. He's going to be uh, son of the most high. Even your cousin Beth in her old age is going to conceive. Beth going to have a baby? Some of y'all heard about some of these older women having babies, haven't you? Uh-huh. Beth going to have a child? And he will um, be over Jacob and his nation will never end, okay? So go on to the next slide, please. She said, how can this be since I am a virgin? Now, she has a very legitimate question. She's a virgin. How is she going to have a baby? Sometimes God will ask you to do some things before you can even see how it's going to happen, right? Now, is her question one of questioning or is it one of doubt? Is it one of unbelief or she just really wants to know how is this going to happen? And angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Beth is going to... Um, have a child so you can look at her and be encouraged. These miracles are happening. And I like what it says at the very end, for no word from God will ever fail. Praise God. No word from God will ever fail. It doesn't matter how crazy it look. If God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And she thought about what was said. Amen. So what was Mary's response? Next slide. I am the Lord's servant. How many of y'all can say that today? I am the Lord's servant. Let's say it together. I am the Lord's servant. May your word be to me fulfilled. Praise God. And the angel left her. Thank you very much. And the angel left her. Praise God. You know what? There are different types of fear of the Lord. Proverbs 9, 10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. When you just get to know God, you just seen the tip of the iceberg. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, there's a whole other dimension you're missing out on. Some people try to deny that there even is a God. Oh, you're missing out, baby. You don't know what you're missing out on. Oh, there is a God, and, his, and he loves us. He loved for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There is a God, hallelujah, and he loves us. And so when God calls you, not if, when God calls you, your, your response should be what? I am the Lord's servant. May your word be to me fulfilled. Fear the Lord and respect when God has something to say. You know, um, there's different meanings of fear the Lord, respect, awe, knowledge of God's wrath and power. I mean, it's all connected. I mean, people were, even pagans worship the dirt. Even pagans worship the trees. But I worship the God that created the dirt. I worship the God that created the trees. Hallelujah. 
God is the creator of all things, people on earth. Hallelujah. So when we begin to understand God's matchless power and that he is the creator of our soul and he can also destroy our soul, amen, we begin to revere the Lord. And when we revere the Lord, that's when we can become truly obedient to God. That's when we can say, okay, God, I don't know how we're going to do this, but you said it, so here I am, Lord, I'll do whatever you say. Okay? I don't see it, but I'm going to believe you, though. Okay? Fear the Lord. Obedience, uh, uh, obedience moves you to follow God. So we know that God's ways are higher than better than our ways. So maybe, just maybe, Beth, who was old in her age, maybe that prayer didn't get answered so she can encourage Mary. Maybe there was a specific time that Beth was supposed to get pregnant. So wait a minute, my shoes on Mary. Like, I got to get all over to Beth's house. Beth, you pregnant? Girl, what's up? She might have said that just like that. She might have said it just like that. <laughs> she went on over to Beth's house. I got to go see my cousin Beth. When she got to Beth, Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting on the next slide. And the baby leaped in Elizabeth's womb. Let's, let's pause right there. Sometimes you're praying for something for so long, and you get a confirmation, right? You get a whole angel, right? And then there's no movement. Okay, God said this was going to happen, but I just got to keep walking in this thing because God said, but you don't feel no movement. There's no kicking. There's no nothing. But then God will send somebody to you to encourage you. And the baby leaped in her womb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The baby leaped. Some of y'all need to get some better friends. Amen. Some of y'all need to get some new friends. I like what Joe Osteen said. You need to get around some people to make your baby leap and not put your baby to sleep. Okay? Sometimes you need somebody to encourage you even when you know God said it's going to happen. You know God said it's going to happen, and you still need somebody to encourage you to, to keep on moving along the way. And so God literally sent Mary to Beth's house. And she said, ooh, and, and Beth went on even blessed her. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. I mean, I need some friends like that. I mean, it's impossible to believe that these women were going to get pregnant. One old in their age and one's a virgin, but they're going to have babies. Okay, praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. You better find some blessed friends that's going to encourage you in your dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed is she who has believed the, word, the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Some of you have a call in your life today. Amen. And you need to answer the call. You need to get some friends that's going to encourage you in your call. Everybody ain't going to understand your call, but God's going to send you somebody that's going to encourage you in your call. Amen. Be bold and answer and say, may your word to, be, to me be fulfilled. I am the Lord's servant. And so Proverbs, we read earlier, it said, blessed is the one who always trembles before God. But whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Uh-oh, what happened to Zacharias? He fell into trouble, didn't he? He fell into trouble. But Mary, she was blessed. She didn't have any problems, right? So Mary, Beth over there at her cousin's house. Hey, girl, we about to have these babies, girl. Hey, we about to have these kids. Hey, 
we about to have these promises, right? Right? That's what they said, right? So they over there rejoicing, and where is Mary's fiance and all this? They ain't even got married. He probably over there depressed. <laughs> was he get was he left out? So Joseph found out that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph felt a whole other kind of fear. He said, This lady is crazy. You ain't about to embarrass me. <laughs> he so the scripture says he was gonna divorce her quietly. He didn't want to put her in shame. He didn't want no more shame. He was fearing for what people was gonna say. It was a whole different kind of fear, right? But the angel intervened in a dream on the next slide. We'll see what the angel said to him in Matthew 1. And after he, but after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. So Joseph was considering what was happening. And the angel gave Joseph a call. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And guess what? His fear of anxiety and embarrassment turned to fear of the Lord and reverence. Because guess what? He woke up the next day. He did exactly what the angel said. He took Mary home and made her his wife. Amen. Joseph answered his call. So I'm talking to you today about the call. Tell your neighbor the call. In the call, there's going to be fear. There's going to be feelings of doubt. There's going to be a few other feelings that probably wasn't mentioned in this story. Amen. But there's also going to be favor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. Tell your other neighbor, neighbor, do not be afraid. You have found favor with God. Amen. Amen. So when we're called like Elizabeth, Mary, and Joseph, you better answer the call so you can find favor like Mary, Elizabeth, and Joseph. Amen? God bless them for their obedience. It's never going to be easy when God calls you to do something. All you have to do is be willing. And be, you don't have to have all the answers. Just go on and we walk by what? We walk by faith and not by sight. Right? When we hear God, that's more important than what we can see. Because guess what? I like what this man on Instagram, a little a preacher on Instagram, his name is Dr. Elias. And he says, when you see God, you're going to be fearful. When you see God, you're going to be fearful. Okay? Um, he said nobody in Scripture was ever pleasant after they saw an angel. They were all troubled. He said, I was troubled. I was troubled. They were troubled. They were troubled. And each time the angel had, the angel had to say what? Do not fear. Do not fear. You have found favor, right? Many times. But when you see God, when, when you see something that's fearful, God is requiring you, your attention. Sometimes that fear is not always demonic. God is calling you to do something important. Hey, Greg, Renee, Mary, I need you. Gwen, I need you. Polly, I need you. Put your name in that situation. Put your name there. I need you. Say, hey, say your name. Say it. I need you. Take your neighbor. Hey, I need you. I'm calling you. <laughs> Amen. And when we are fearful, we are acknowledging the unknown. But we can always trust God with our question marks. And our, you know, we can always trust God with our question marks. We will feel fear. Praise God. This is ministering to me today. We will feel fear. Hallelujah. 
And why did all this happen? Was it to be mocked? Is it to be ridiculed? No. It's so, so somebody else can get some help. Sometimes God will allow us to go through some things and be um, di publicly disgraced and publicly shamed sometimes. And can I tell you, when you're going through that disgrace and that shame, you're looking a lot like Jesus Christ at that time. Our Lord and Savior was disgraced, wasn't he? He was shamed on the cross, wasn't he? So sometimes God will allow us to go through a process so we can come up higher to look more like Christ so God can use us for his purposes. All this took place, it says in Matthew 22, to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Isaiah. And the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. Tell your neighbor, Emmanuel. God is with us. God is with us. And it's important to know to obey. Trust the Lord and trust God's timing because God wants to complete all of your incompletions today. And there is a set time for the promise. Be convinced he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Christ Jesus. God has a good plan for you. Hallelujah. God know what he's doing? Right? Some of y'all think God don't know, but you don't know. <laughs> God's ways are higher and better than our ways. So you may not be having a physical baby today, but you are going to have a promise. And some of y'all rejoicing about that. Thank praise God. <laughs> you are going to have uh, your baby. You are going to have your promise. It's on the way. And God is going to birth something new in you. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just say thank you for the Christmas story, Lord. Thank you for the, the announcements, and thank you, Lord, for the calling that you have um, for the people in the story and for all of us in our lives, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord. We can look to them and be encouraged when things look impossible, when we are um, lacking faith, when we are lacking hope, you are our faith. You are our hope. You are our way. You are our way maker, God. And we just say thank you, Lord, that you are, you sit high, and even though we are low, you are in control, God. And we just say thank you, God. You are going to walk us through the valleys and take us through our mountains. And we trust our, our, our questions and our unknowns with you, Lord. We'll always come out victorious, God, because we know that you love us. We know that you have a good plan and purpose for our life. God, I'm praying for anybody that has not answered the calling today. Thank you for the calling that you put on each of us, Lord. But I'm praying for those that have not answered their calling today to guide them and encourage them and keep them on in their believing to keep on doing the purpose that you called them on this earth to do. Thank you, Lord, that you, for everybody you've called to the body of Christ today. Thank you, Lord, for just the baptisms. Hallelujah. Thank you for calling your sons. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Into your family, Lord. And we just ask you, Lord, to help us to believe in you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. It's communion time, and we are getting ready to stand and sing this, I believe. If you're at home, you can go ahead and get your communion elements ready.
us recite what we believe in our Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. This is the table of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Our Lord and Savior invites all of those who believe in him to receive and partake in his holy communion meal. Here at New Life at Calvary, if you are a guest, we would advise that you fo follow the traditions established by your own church family and traditions, but we welcome all to receive communion. If you are a child and your child has not been baptized, Please make sure to bring them before session so that they can be baptized and receive communion. James and Dallas said, today we get to have communion. We're going to get baptized. And so if you would like your children to be baptized, please speak with myself or Pastor Antonia or Sylvia. We can make that happen. Saints, uh, scripture tells us not to receive Holy Communion in an unworthy and unholy manner, that we are to take a moment to confess our sins and to receive forgiveness before our Lord. So at this moment, if you would just quietly, in your own heart, in your mind, confess any sins to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hear what Jesus Christ promises. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for what is right. They shall be satisfied. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry. And the one who believes in me will never thirst. This is also the word of the Lord. All those whom I love, I correct and discipline. Therefore, shake off your complacency and repent. See, I stand knocking at the door. If anyone listens to my voice and opens the door, I will go in and dine. Let us open our hearts to the Lord. Let us open every door of our lives to God. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Holy God, we praise you for your son, Jesus who shared our weakness and was tempted in every way as we are, who obeyed you by suffering and dying for us. You have raised him to rule the world and have given Jesus a name above every name, Lord and Christ. We praise him and we glorify you, great God, our creator. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, we have it on good report that on the night of Jesus Christ's arrest, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Whenever you eat of it, do so in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he took the cup, and after saying thanks, he said, This is the new covenant which is sealed in my blood. Whenever you drink of this, do so in remembrance of me. For our guests, uh, if you appeal back the first layer, it will allow you access to the wafer, and the second layer will allow you access to the juice. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Let us join in our prayer of thanksgiving. Bountiful God, we give you thanks that you have refreshed us at your table by granting us the presence of Christ. Increase our love for one another and send us forth into the world in courage and peace rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us all rise to sing thank you, Lord. Our ushers are collecting the communion cups at the end of your aisle. Thank you. Hallelujah. Just a few uh, announcements and our good news today. Again, we want to thank everyone. I'm seeing lots of guests here today. 
want to welcome all of our first-time guests. New Life at Calvary, let's give them a, a New Life at Calvary welcome. Thank you for being here. I think we got some folks from over at Bridge. Are you all from Bridge? Praise God. We, we want to welcome our Bridge family. Thank you for worshiping with us today. We have been trying to visit each other's churches. Are you part of the Threaded Group? Yes. What, what's your name? Katie and Ross. Thank you for joining us, as well as our other guests. Uh, I don't want to. I normally don't try to point people out by name, but I know y'all from Bridge, <laughs> so I did want to welcome you all. Uh, today we got a couple. Well, this week we got a couple birthdays. Uh, today is actually Vanessa Sloan's birthday, so we say happy birthday to Vanessa. And Reverend Benacy's birthday is this week, and he's in Liberia. <laughs> Amen. So please. You all see how beautifully our sanctuary, our gymuary has been decorated. Uh, Ruby Turner did all of our Christmas trees and whatnot. And uh, Ruth and her husband Carl brought in the poinsettias. Praise God. And I uh, want to make sure those of you on uh, Christmas Sunday, we will have a list of memory and honor. So if you would like to uh, donate $7 to purchase a poinsettia in memory and honor of a loved one, and then on that day, Christmas Sunday, for those who would like, you can actually take a poinsettia to your loved one or to a person sick and shut in. So don't forget to sign up for that. Uh, we want to make sure those names are correctly in the bulletin. Please make sure to read thoroughly through all of your announcements. And I'm just going to highlight today's that we have the Women's Guild. You all walk through the beautiful fellowship halls, all decorated. And they are having their Christmas bazaar. And so feel free to stop by and check out our vendors and make whatever Christmas purchases you would like to make. The Women's Guild would also like us to know that they are selling candy next Sunday and that they have a raffle that's happening as well. So you can purchase raffle tickets. And the raffle drawing will take place on December the 18th, not on December the 11th as printed on the tickets after church service. So you still have time to purchase um, those uh, raffle tickets. We will have the announcements in the back for those that want to read thoroughly. Don't forget, you'll be getting an email, and you will be getting a phone tree. <laughs> Praise God. I saw Marvin. Then we'll do Sharon. You had to speak in the mic. Otherwise, the folks online can't hear you. All right, thank you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Anyway, I'm speaking for the Men's Association, an update on the change of venue for the Men's Association, Night of Care, Moorhouse to See, Black Nativity. The venue has been changed to the Cleveland Playhouse Square. And they have provided us with a shuttle that will pick us up at Caramoo parking lot at a designated time for all you uh, CP time spirit people. Uh, <laughs> and I will have that time for you uh, next week. I still have seven, five, five reservations. People that reserve tickets already, you know who you are. Check in payable to the Men's Association. No cash or credit cards. <laughs> and uh, I got five reservations available left. And the deadline is next Sunday, 11. There will be no more tickets after that. Okay, so give me your information in, in the uh, hall there when I'm eating or drinking some coffee, and we'll move forward. So if you're holding your horses, you can let them go. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 
Marvin, um, your checks are written to New Life at Calvary, and the memo put the Men's Association. <laughs> Sylvia, you had a correction on that? The yes, thank you. Oh, Glenville! Thank you, oh, Sylvia. No. The Glenville football team. I am watching all the Glenville top letters. Look at them, y'all. Look at them. Glenville top letters. Put the camera on there. Look at the Glenville top letters. Come, wait, come on. Wait, wait, wait. Come, come back. Come back. Glenn. Glenn. They so excited celebrating. Glenn Hendricks. Can you please come back up front? And the top letters. For those that don't know, you was under a rock last night or something. Sure. I'm going to let Glenn tell y'all what happened. For those who are not aware of, first of all, we are Glenville alumni. Okay. Yes. You can't tell. He is one of the oldest. <laughs> yeah. Glenville is the first Cleveland High School to win a state championship in class four. Not only did they win the state championship for the football team, we also won the state championship for track for this year also. Yeah. 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 So we all want to congratulate Coach Ted Ginn right. in leading Glenville High School to the first state championship for Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Very much love the man. And get ready for our parade. There will be a parade. The whole city will be there. It's going to be great. Just listen out for it coming down St. Clair. <laughs> Thank you. Praise God. <laughs> I think Pastor Antonia preached that in her message today. She said, we may not know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Baby we coming. may not know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. They tried to count. I'm about to preach a sermon, y'all. They tried to count us out. I get so tired of hearing how bad the Cleveland Municipal School District is. But all of us that graduated, we know that Cleveland Municipal Schools are the bomb. Amen. We know that we got something happening. Our kids are smart. Our kids are intelligent. Our teachers are amazing. And our coaches are phenomenal. Look, folks need to, they, be, they better, what you say? 25 years? Wow, it took 25 years. See, he didn't know when it was going to happen, but he trusted God's plan. Trusted God's plan. So all of y'all, Pastor Antonio, see, he had a calling on his life. Oh, Pastor Antonio, you had a good message today. He had a calling on his life. He didn't understand it at the time. Why would you go work at Glenville High School where you can go to the suburbs and all these fancy places? But he went and he was obedient, helped build a whole school, amen, and now they state champions. God is good. God is good. God is good. Come on. I just wanted to, uh-oh, is it on? Okay. I just wanted to say that if you could please just keep us in your prayers. Um, it's a struggle. Every day, you know, and this is such an honor, but as an educator there, we really need your prayers because 
It is like a jungle every day, and this was what we needed. And so I just ask that you please just keep us in prayer and that you just um, pray that the powers that be can put things in places that really help our children. And while we are celebrating this honor, we need to, you know, definitely make sure that we get the support that we need every single day of the school year, nine months of the year, because we don't get this all the time. Um, so please just keep us in your prayers. Hallelujah. One of our educators at Glenville, <laughs> at Glenville High School. Oh, God is good, y'all. We, we needed that. <laughs> we needed that. Praise God, you all. So. Uh, we was doing announcements, but read them carefully. Oh, uh, oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, come on. You got your mic? Okay. Yeah, I got my mic, yeah. Okay. Okay, it's riding on the same hype. Uh, the praise choir is having their second, now say second. Second. Christmas cantata. That's an old word, but anyway, concert, concert cantata, you know, okay. Make it sound fancy. Uh, and, but we need not only in-house and be an in-house gig i gotta use those words it's going to be outside as well so we need for you everyone to bring people bring people in and the concert is free say with me free <laughs> so we need you to um, continue to pray for us and pray for this praise team and we're going to bring we have special guests and special music <laughs> dancing and singing it's going to be a good time and uh, and and we're going to really enjoy this holiday season yeah. for the second <laughs> second second christmas concert december the 18th, december the 18th. sunday two weeks Sunday, December the yeah, 18th. Yeah. And we have some flyers. You, you all can pick up a flyer on please your way up. Please pick up a flyer. Yeah. And my Facebook people, please let me know who you are because I will get you, okay? Yes. You please. know who you are. <laughs> and I think this is our final announcement. <laughs> and good morning again. Uh, Calvary's Closet is doing real well. People have been coming and getting the clothes. But I'm going to ask everybody in the congregation, Ruth is going to make some flyers today. And uh, if you would just stop in the office and grab a flyer, because I can't get them to everywhere they need to go. But I know with y'all's help, people can get that message that maybe I couldn't get out or maybe Lenny couldn't get out. So stop in the office and pick up a flyer, because we're doing it on the 13th, to 14th, and the 15th for this month. And we want to really go hard. It's Christmas season. If you have any clothing, a lot of people said they had stuff that they had, were getting available. Uh, now is the time. And grab a flyer. Help us out, please. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you again for uh, all of the wonderful announcements. Every It's a lot happening, you guys, and I know everyone's busy. But just take the time to read through and, and choose to visit, be a part. Just support. Be a part. Your prayers, your presence, your finances, be a part. All right, y'all, I think we're at the end. Are we at the end? All right, I feel like I need to go get me a tar blooder shirt. Well, I got I graduated from MLK, but I'm going to represent Glenville today. <laughs> Let's all rise, and we're going to receive the benediction. Yes. Is someone else saying something? Okay. Praise God. As we prepare to depart from this place, but never from your sight, Lord Jesus. We pray, Holy Spirit, that we can take all the fruit of your spirit, your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your faithfulness, 
and your self-control, Lord. You have called us each by name, Lord. We may not know when, we may not know the time, but help us to trust and obey. We love you and we honor you. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.